Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. children of the night must be coming to you as a bit of a surprise that you're hearing from tales to terrify one a day other than friday this isn't going to be one of the normal episodes um this is just the announcement that uh, we made our funding goals so for the uh, immediate future uh, we're good uh we probably will need to be looking for money again in the future but um we're out of those those dire straits now, you're going to be hearing from uh, Tony today as well. However, um, also, um, there'll be an interview um, with a, a very special guest, uh, Ticelia, uh Larry Santaro's um, wife. In it, uh, they discuss quite a bit of things that are sort of history of, of the podcast, and I'd kind of like to um, kind of comment on a few of those things as well. Now, for the folks who have joined the podcast in more recent months, um, Larry is our founding host. If you haven't gone back and listened to the archives, which I recommend that you should, um, he's our founding host, and we unfortunately uh, lost him to cancer. Um, so it was quite nice to hear uh, from Ticelia, and I think that you'll enjoy um, the conversation that Tony and uh, she have, um, because there's a bit of history that goes into it, which actually I, despite being involved with the podcast for, for quite some time, um, was unaware of. Now, this is a little bit more of an informal um, recording, and for the folks who are um, maybe a little on less interested in these sort of things. This isn't going to contain any sort of story or fiction, since it's sort of a um, in-between episode, a status update. Um, and because of that, 
Um, typically, I have a uh, sort of a script that I work from when I'm recording so that um, I minimize the amount of author names or narrator names or story names uh, that I get incorrectly. And also because that we're trying to get this in um, into the recording and out to you as quickly as possible, if you hear any unusual um, noises, the only time I was able to hit the record button uh, is when uh, some roofers are working right across um, <laughs> from where I live. So you may hear a few a few bangs um, in the recording. Now, in uh, the interview with uh, Ticelia, um there's a few things that I did not realize. For example, Tales to Terrify's original home was the Nook. The Nook is a real place. Didn't know that. It's a specific room in uh, Larry's Larry's home. Um, I, I imagine that uh, I, I couldn't really name our recording place uh, from where it's at because it's my wife's walk-in closet. That's <laughs> where I do most of the recording for narrations and, and the episodes themselves. Um, but I had a lot of good memories listening to the shows uh, at that time, um, including Mahler, the uh, ink black cat of the Nook. Um, I did marry into a cat myself um, and decided not to uh, feature her on the podcast because um, she's uh, kind of irritating to me. Uh, in fact, most of my edits uh, that I have to do when I'm recording is to take out me swearing at the cat for uh, for making noise. Um I suppose that we could have named the show um, oh, um, Annals of Annoying Animals. Um, <laughs> she were to be featured on the, the podcast. Now, um, one of the things during our fundraising that I really wanted to make sure that did not really happen is lean on you, uh, the children of the night, the listeners of this podcast, uh, for money while using Larry f for that. Uh, or Larry's passing, I felt that that would be in, in poor taste. Um, now that that time has passed and we're back into an area where things are looking much better for us financially, I'm quite happy that we can take a look back um, at where things uh, began, where they're going, uh, and everything in between. Um, when I had uh, initially taken over uh, the podcast um, after Larry's passing, uh, for quite some time, and even perhaps a bit to this day, I feel that I'm just a boy who's wearing daddy's shoes, if you kind of get my drift. Um, for those of you who have joined us recently, um, I would encourage you to go back and at least listen to a couple of the announced uh, older episodes uh, that Larry uh, was hosting. Um, the man had so much experience um, with... Uh, the entertainment business, uh, with producing creative content. Um, and he had a voice for it. I think that I have a pretty good voice for, for podcasting and, uh, some might say a good face for podcasting as well, but, uh, he had a much better one, uh, specifically for the genre of horror, um, wonderful voice, uh, for it. So, um, I really appreciated listening to any of his work and getting, getting to know him. Um, in the interview with um, Tony and Ticelia, you'll also hear uh, as well about um, Larry's collection of uh, DVDs and books. 
I uh, never had the honor of meeting Larry in person as um, we worked on the show together. But uh, whenever I would have a meeting with him on Skype, I remember the very first time that uh, we fired up that video connection, uh, I had to comment on the, the DVDs and the even VHS and books that were behind him. I mean, it looked like he lived in like a storage shed after Blockbuster shut down or something. It was, <laughs> it was that many titles. Um, I actually also haven't really gone back uh, to reminisce to listen to any of the old recordings. As I said before, I didn't really meet uh, Larry in person, didn't have the opportunity to do that. Um, but uh, despite that, uh, with his of this passing, going back and hearing his voice is still a bit emotional for me. Um, so it's been uncommon that I've gone back to listen to them. So uh, I think that I can say on behalf of um, myself, the staff that we have currently, uh, Tony, Ticelia, and if I can, Larry as well, uh, thank you for helping us keeping this well, show on the road. So now um, I'm going to step aside, and you'll hear a little bit from, from Tony, and um, stay tuned. We'll see you on Friday for a regular episode of Tales to Terrify. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is, this is Tony C. Smith again. Yes, the boss, you know, the, who deals with the finance and everything like that. As you know, we had kind of hit the wall with Tales to Terrify. We did a, we've been doing, and we're kind of still, you know, in the process, I guess, we're always trying to raise funds for Tales to Terrify. We had, you know, it was pretty desperate, to be quite honest. We had about 10 weeks' worth of shows and I wasn't, you know, going to let Stephen, you know, work up and get all sorted out for more shows. We, we kind of needed funding. And like I say, we, we've, we were going to switch the lights off. It was as simple as that. And that's, the, you know what I mean? It was the kind of last thing ever I wanted to do on Tales to Terrify. But it just, it wasn't kind of happening. You know, it wasn't, you know, people weren't kind of donating. And it wasn't, you know... Listener's fault. It was just, you know, no one's mentioned it and things had just kind of, you know, moved on and just carried on as normal, you know. But kind of when I realised how much we weren't getting support by Tears of Terrify, we kind of had to kind of make some sort of kind of deadline decision. Well, the, the good news is Tears of Terrify is going to go on, going to go on into the future. It's, you know, people, you know, and I cannot honestly, it, like, it's hard to like, put over in kind of audio words just what it means to me, you know, what it means to everybody to kind of just to keep it going. Do you know what I mean? Stephen now taking a show with everyone behind the scenes and just taking it up to, to, to a, like a plateau in greatness that's, you know, beyond what I could have imagined. And like I say, we've got funded now, monthly donations are coming in, which is going to keep this going. And that's all that I wanted, you know what I mean? Just to kind of make sure it, it was kind of going and make sure it would just survive, you know, just kind of, that's the, the key with it, just the kind of the longevity, you know, we want this show, everyone wants, you know, the amount of emails, do you know what I mean? Coming in just like, I never realised, do you know what I mean? God, why didn't you say it? Why didn't you say it before? You know what I mean? And it's, it's quite humbling to kind of realise how many people, you know, 
rely on tears to terrify the, the kind of the, the daily you know, not the daily fix of kind of horror blood and guts and gore but just that kind of community just you know it's it's a it's a lovely place to be you know what i mean yes there's some strange yes granted there's some strange tales in there you know what i mean but it, that's the kind of the beauty of it and like i say we did this kind of monthly fun drive and it's it's been lovely do you know what i mean people's kind of stepped up to the mark and you know, showed the true colours, and it's been, you know, wonderful, you know. So, yes, Tales to Terrify is going, you know, it's it's going ahead. We're carrying on there now. We haven't got a kind of, we haven't got that switch, you know, 10 shows ahead of us, 20 shows ahead of us where it's going to get flicked off. Yes, we need donations. Hey, don't get us wrong. Do you know what I mean? I'll, uh, I'll keep coming on every now and again and kind of, you know, asking for them there. I'd, I'd, hey, listen, I don't mind asking you, you know what I mean, kind of shaking your pockets and that. Month, honestly, that's that's how it kind of works. A little monthly donation just means that we're kind of, you know, three months down the line, it's still it's still easy to kind of just keep the show going and not worry about the finances, you know. So it's it, it, means, it means so much to everybody that, you know, Tales of Terrifies is kind of, terrifies where's that come from tears to terrify is you know moving forward you know for bigger and greater things and there's a little kind of you know a little a thank you and just a little just to kind of you know have a little listen to who i probably call the mother of tears to terrify you know larry kind of started this show but behind larry behind larry there was his good wife to celia and you know it was um, Cecilia just as much as Larry's the kind of driving force behind the kind of the shaping and the kind of the the, the way you know it, it wanted to go. Tales to terrify, you know. It's it was just lovely to have them two there on the other side of the pond, knowing how you know this how this show was getting created. And I've got a little chat with Cecilia. You know, she's it's. it's it's tough for her there's no getting there's no getting away from it you know what i mean she's lost that kind of soulmate and some you know deep dark times into celia's life but i was lucky enough just to you know be you know just ask to celia to come on just to have a little chat just to tell her about herself you know and just what tales to terrify meant to larry and i'll i'll, I'll put it on there now to celia yes hi tony you will be surprised, but I have the current Tales to Terrify. I wanted to check it out before I talk to oh, you. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, that's fab. Hey, honestly, to see the, it's just, it's lovely just to hear your voice again. Do you know what I mean? It's just oh, kind of, just so sweet. I miss of. recording. That was always so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, as well, I wish you, I ne- I, I'm sure I nearly got you to do your own show as well. Just, you slipped out of me grasp there when I was asking for you for. Well, I saw how much devotion, time and energy it took Larry to do the show the way he wanted to do it. <laughs> Okay, but listen, it. honestly, from the bottom of my heart, Cecilia, I so appreciate, you know, you're you coming on and, and even just having a chat with us. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just lovely to kind of know you're still kind of there and, you know, and from the Facebook pictures as well, you know what I mean? It seems, <laughs> mine, it seems a lovely place where you're at. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful part of the country. And of course, you know, Larry and I had been spending all last spring trying to decide where to move to uh, when he retired, and we never did 
really come to a decision. And then after he passed, my landlord wanted to rehab, so I had to dismantle the nook and and then the Lakeview area became so expensive and you know, I gotta be seventy two. I didn't want to buy a house. I didn't like the idea of a condo and I still had friends back in Maine, although it had been twelve years in Chicago. So I had a friend that I taught school with and we decided that we would try sharing a house. So that's the process that we're going through right now, but it is really beautiful here and I've managed to reconnect with a few people. So that's nice. And there's a lot of art here and writing. And, uh, so I'm going to take advantage of that once the, the year opens in September. And then I've got a short trip to Florence planned with, um, my cousin, uh, so that'll be nice. Gives me something to look forward to. You know, you you just mentioned in there. Did you in? Because I never knew. I must. I might have missed this completely. Did you actually? You know, in your in the real world. You know, when with Larry in Chicago. Did you call your house the Nook? Is that you know? Did you kind of refer to it? Yes. That well. That little. We when you first came up the. We had a long flight of stairs. And a little tiny landing. And when you open the door, there is a section that had a, a bed, a lamp, a chair, and floor-to-ceiling books because it was all in open space. So we had floor-to-ceiling bookcases as room dividers and along all the walls. And that area was called the nook. And if you came to stay with us, that's where you slept. You slept in the nook. So there was actually place called the nook that wasn't just made up for tales to terrify <laughs> well that's it uh, i mean I, I i got it somehow but then when you just kind of reinforced it there when you were just kind of seeing it in in kind of normal conversation do you know what i mean it's uh-huh. obviously it's um it's just quite remarkable yes the the rest of the place you know was open we had a you know he has that 55-inch home theater TV, which I have in the living room here, and I haven't been able to find anyone interested in it. Uh, now, listen, don't get, course, rid of, don't get rid of that size telly. That's, that's the kind of telly you want to watch all... Well, I love it, but there's no room for it in someone else's house. So uh, I also had a smart TV that Larry gave me for being back in the part we called the nest, which was the warm part of the apartment in the winter. Uh, so we have that hooked up. But, um, yeah, you know, he, he collected, he had all so many movies and books and pictures. and. Well, know, I can just remember, he's, he's like, even he's just, he's like DVD collection, you know, when I when used to yeah. have like a little chat with you on a Skype and it was just yeah. like, it was just mind-blowing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, it was. So... Just out of curiosity, have you got all them shipped to to Maine with you there now, have you? I spent nine months um, going through everything. I sold a lot, gave a lot, donated a lot, and moved a lot because they charge you by weight. Uh, Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. So I really thought I had done a pretty good job, but the estimate turned out to be twice. So I have a 10 by 30 foot storage unit that has stacks of books and DVDs that I really didn't want to get rid of at the time. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I have two small rooms now and. We'll just have to see what this year brings. <laughs> so, you know, you when, know. When, when I was kind of talking to you and Larry, and actually, you know, it wasn't that long before we kind of realized Larry was ill, you were all about yeah. kind of, you know, wanting to kind of get out of Chicago. I think you, you might yeah. know. Were you talking about going to Nova Scotia or, or were you just looking at anywhere? No, it was, uh, it was actually a place in New Hampshire that he had, kind of focused on because he, well, years and years ago he had done summer theater there and there was still a theater there, a community theater, and there was a writer's group and he knew people in Vermont as well as I knew people in Vermont and Maine. But Tony, I really think he wanted to go back to directing once he retired. I mean, that that was his true love and that's why he loved doing tales so much it was like he was directing again you know <laughs> um i think he really wanted to do that and of course he had so many stories that he wanted to write as well so you know it was going to be i think somewhere play you know that's the area that we were looking at was there either there or stay in chicago and we never did find a place in chicago <laughs> to put the big home theater <laughs> the car and the two cats <laughs> it was complicated <laughs> so did, Cecilia what did 
Tales to Terrify me and to Larry then, you know, like just because you, you're something, because I knew I was quite often putting on him to kind of, you know, because we just knew how good Larry was and how good Tales to Terrify was becoming. Do you know what I mean? Like you could tell that from yeah. the kind of opening show. And like you say, yeah. with, with Larry's kind of keenness for kind of a directal eye, do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. what, what did it mean to him? He was, he was so, he just loved the show and everyone he worked with. It was one of his great joys. I mean, it was, I, he had that microphone, uh, it had been given to him years before and it, it was just waiting for a podcast to come along. All right. I mean, he had all of the equipment at hand. I mean, isn't that synchronicity? I mean, it was something he really wanted to do. And uh, I know that he's happy that children of the night are more plentiful <laughs> and, you know, are keeping it going. Um, I love the archive. And every once in a while, I go back just for a little listen to his voice. And I wanted to tell you that at the end, you know, he lost his voice the last two months of his illness. And he would play something from Tales to Terrify to let people hear what his voice really was. So it 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 was it was very touching, you know. He really loved the show and 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 I'm sure that he knows that it's going on and I hope that you friends keep it going with some donations to you now that it's moved in a cabin in the mountains of Virginia, which I quite like. Uh, I've lived in a cabin in the hills of Maine, so that's a pretty scary proposition as well. <laughs> well, like you say, it was just well, the way, you know, it kind of, like you say, it took all by surprise with, with kind of Larry's passing. And then it was something that I just didn't want to, you know, it's something you kind of just kind of give up, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. now, you know what I mean? And like you say, we had that yeah. little fun drive. And, yeah. you know, the people have been so kind to kind of just, and the emails to Celia that kind of come through, you know what I mean? Just saying how yeah. much, you know, and even kind of, you know, Stephen's, you know, having to kind of carry it there now and he's getting all, yeah. you know, that kind of burden that kind of comes yeah. with doing a weekly show. It's, yeah. you know, and everyone, because there's a couple now helping Stephen. But it's, oh, good. you know, it's like you say, we've got to keep, for me personally, you know, it's, it's got to be one of these things that's got to be kept going. Do you know what I mean? And especially, yes. you know, even just, you know, like, you know, when you said there, you know, you listened to it. Because I was going to ask you that, you know, we mentioned when we kind of first hooked up, just having a bit of chat. And yes. it must be, that must be just, well, I, I don't know how to describe it to Celia. What's it like to, to listen to Larry now? Every, well, I, I still can't do it for very long. I think I can, but it just makes it so real that he's gone. Um, and that's the hard part. I know that in the future I'll probably be, because I have, I have all kinds of uh, recordings of him reading and CDs of him uh, reading and cassettes um, of his voice and him reading. Um, but it's still really hard to look at him and to listen to him because it just uh, makes it too real that he's gone, you know. Uh, but I'm glad they're there, and I'm glad he's, it's in a way he's still alive in the electrons out there in the oh. universe, and and anyone can see him and hear him. I was so happy that I found that little blip of reading that I could put up 
on the anniversary of his passing, it just was nice to put that. Well, I, I, it's funny, you know, you, you kind of you wake up in the morning and you, and you look around, and I kind of just checked my Facebook and I seen it straight mm-hmm. away. And honestly, see, yeah. I, kinda, I, just, I just blew it up full screen, and it oh. was just like you know, it was just Larry there. And yes, it just, I, you know what I mean. Yes. And, it's probably yeah, a million was, miles away from how you're, you know, how you feel, but it just cuts it made so me deep, happy you know? that day. That was a hard day for me, oh, and that was like the best thing that could have happened. I guess he just directed me to it because I didn't even remember that I had it. Um, you know, I was always taking little clips of something here and there, and I just found it. And I thought, oh, this is this is what I want to put up, you know. And yeah, it was nice to see him, and he looked good. And and reading from Drink for the Thirst to Come was nice. And that beginning is so beautiful about how happy everyone is, you know. <laughs> well, that's you know, I mean, everyone kind of knows Larry for the kind of you know we know he kind of writes in that. But when you kind of listen to him writing, you know, listen to the kind of yeah. stories, you realise just how just how bloody good he was at that, you know yeah. what I mean? Taking his time to do, do my tales to terrify there, it's kind of cutting into his writing time. Mind, it's, <laughs> it's fascinating that you see he was, you know, possibly going back into kind of, you know, doing directing the theatre. Would it be kind of just theatre work that Larry was into, was it, Cecilia? He, you know, his original, his original degree was in theatre and... One of his friends who is an actor, a successful actor in Chicago, when we were talking about Larry, he said, you know, Larry could have had several different successful careers. He was a terrific actor, but he just didn't like to act. I said, I know. He always would say to me how he didn't want to do something over and over and over again. That's why directing appealed to him so much. He got to be everybody and oversee everything. It was much more exciting for him, you know. Uh, but he often would say, I mean, as I, I went through a lot of emails because I was trying to archive our letters and things that he said, and and he would once in a while admit that, you know, it was something like, to tell you the truth, I really miss directing. You know, he would come right out and say it, um, sometimes in an email to a friend, you know, so it wasn't something he dwelled on with me, but I knew it, you know, that was his true love. So I think in retirement, he wanted, he wanted to direct and he wanted to put his telescope up in the backyard and do the podcast and write his stories and just be happy, you know? <laughs> well, you, I tell you what, you know what I mean? I know we're kind of Larry with the writing and, you know, the kind of show and that, but Honestly, to see his voice, man. You know, when you kind of listen to him, it was so intimate and so personal, especially on you know doing the show. Yeah. But when he kind of just read a story, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? You were, yes. That's the kind of the beauty of you. Were captivated, and I don't know if you can remember. Yeah. The best, best ever for me was when I kind of started this other podcast about. Oh, I was. Oh, I forget what it was. It was some. Battlestar Galactica podcast. That's right, blood on. Yes. And and he did like little intros for it, where he was like a, a kind of reporter, a little man, and he yes. and he killed you know one of these Cylons, yes. and yes. that quintessentially was Larry. <laughs> I mean, and he was he, he described how he did it. You know what I mean? Kind of in his office, and he was like under his desk to get yes, the atmosphere. Yes, I remember that. You know, yes. and and even you know even little bits where you know he had like a little headphone on. He, in yes. the acting, he threw it off to get this kind of atmosphere going. Yes. And yes. you know what I mean? I play, I, 
even now, I mean, it kind of cuts us up now, mind you, when I, when I play that. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? It's just so powerful, yeah. you know, because we've got Diane's music on the end of it. Yeah. And I I am so lucky because I knew Larry. We first met back in the 60s in college, and we read to each other then. And I can remember reading scary stories to each other by candlelight and his his mother coming on the back porch was like, what are you two doing? You know, <laughs> reading <laughs> scary science fiction, whatever. And then uh, when we started to get back together again, you know, it was phone conversations and we'd read to each other over the phone. And then when we got married, we still continued to read to each other. And I just consider myself the luckiest person in the world to have this wonderful <laughs> voice in my <laughs> ear reading to me. I mean, how lucky. I used to say if I, I, if I weren't married to him, I'd be in love with the, the voice that was on the radio. <laughs> well, my, d- d- don't knock yourself to see that because your voice, you know what I mean? It's just like you've done, the, I mean, you know, you tell you've done some narrations and it was just your voice as well. I just kind of thought, oh, but I, I never got you, you know, because I wanted you for a show. And it was just like you say, we were chatting before, how much work goes involved in the kind of doing this year, but you know what I mean, your voice as well is just so captivating, do you know what I mean it was just lovely, so, would, so one day, what, no I was going to say one day soon, one day in the future we'll hopefully get you, you know, get a narration we'll let everybody else do the work and you I, just do the talking. <laughs> I would love to be able to do that, I, I don't of course right now I don't have any equipment, but I, I have always loved reading aloud and uh that was you know something Larry and I shared and and uh and gave a lot of joy to each other you know that we could do that and and I did like it I liked working with him and and he liked working with me because I didn't make a whole lot of goofs <laughs> <laughs> so when it came time to edit he didn't have to spend a whole lot of time on me <laughs> Well, to see that what I mean, what's the future got for you then now then? Because I mean, like I say, I've seen your Facebook pictures and they're mm-hmm. just lovely and it looks, you know, the sweetest place, you know, I would pack up my bags tomorrow, you know what I mean, if, <laughs> and kind of come over there, it's just well, a gorgeous looking place. So what, what, what are your plans for the future? Well, a lot of, it's really hard. Uh, one plan, I guess, is to try to, to find more peace, uh, less sadness in the future. Uh, I'll probably, I do want to get back to doing my artwork, which I haven't been able to do in the last couple months. And I also was, I have, I used to write poetry and I started writing, uh, for a memoir class. So I was getting back into writing and they do offer classes here for, uh, continuing education or seniors or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so it's kind of nice just to take a class like that because you're starting from scratch. You don't know anyone in the community. And so one thing I did was volunteer at the amphitheater at the, that I had picked, put some pictures up. It's this beautiful little amphitheater overlooking the harbor and they're doing Midsummer Night's Dream, which is a play that 
Larry was both Oberon and Puck and directed and knew by heart. I mean, he would do this whole play under his breath and I'd be going, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> so, you know, trying to fit into the community and I'd, I'd like to get into something that's meaningful. I, I'm in a part of a bereavement group and I've been drawn, this is the second person I've lost to cancer and I've kind of been drawn and interested in in hospice work. I don't know uh, if I can do that, but it's something in the back of my mind that I might want to do something like that. Um, I think probably a little bit more time has to go by, but um, so that's a possibility and I want to travel. Uh, so that's it. It's all kind of nebulous and up in the air and who knows how long I'll be around but <laughs> try to enjoy each day well, you know, I know Larry wants me to do that um, he's come through to tell me that I need to enjoy the sweetness of life and not be stuck I know that's from him well, that's lovely to be quite honest that's really really nice you know what I mean to see honestly I wish like to see I could just get on a plane there now and come and give you a hug and you know have a chat with uh, you and just it would be lovely do you know what I mean it's just kind of yes it would and I'm gonna I'm gonna come see you sometime because <laughs> I had it all I had this trip all planned oh, know, for Larry I and I couldn't get him to commit to it I had you yeah, know we were gonna that. see you and we we're gonna be where he was stationed and I, you know and I could not get him to commit and then he had a lot of deadlines for stories so it just didn't happen, you know. <laughs> well, listen, listen yeah. Cecilia, it, like I say, I'm, I, God, it's, I thought I'd express how much, I'm, you know, it means was like you're coming on to the show and kind of just talking about Larry again, you know what I mean? It's, the last thing I wanted was kind of for it just to kind of go under and, you know, fade away, but everyone's kind of stepped up to the mark and just with the little monthly donations, it's, you know, Tales to Terrify will go on, do you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. How much I appreciate you doing, you know, coming on and just talking about Larry, just, you know, remembering, letting everyone know. And even people that probably have just started listening, you know, they'll be yeah. thinking, all oh, right, well, I'll, I'll go back and, you know, check out the early ones. Yes. Yes. Check out the early ones. They're really fun. And the first show is wonderful. And I noticed someone had posted on Tales to Terrify Facebook on his anniversary that they went back and listened to that first show. Uh, so, yeah, I know he would be happy. And as I said before, I hope the children of the night keep it going with their little donations of uh, of a little bit of money, whether it's in pounds or U.S. dollars or anything else around the world. <laughs> I'll, I'll take anything to see the ice, you know what I mean? I haven't got a preference, anything, even food will keep us going. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, listen, t honestly, Cecilia, take good care of yourself. You know, please like say, you, keep Tony. in touch and please, please keep, you know, dipping back into the archives and listening to your man. Do you know what I mean? That's, mm -hmm. That would be fantastic. Yes. Thank you, Tony. Take good care, Cecilia. You too. You too. Bye-bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.